Hello there, and welcome to episode 63 of the Evreality podcast. So this is, uh, as you may know, a weekly VR, AR and MR talk show that is live streamed every Saturday on YouTube, Facebook and Twitch. Um, and uh, yeah, you can tune in to the show live at 7 p.m. in Europe, 6 p.m. in the UK and 12 midday in Central US. You can check uh, out the show also uh, as an audio version, which is available on iTunes, uh, SoundCloud and Anchor. Um, you can, um, if you want to, also uh, drop questions in the chat. Um, so please do. We uh, we love that kind of stuff. So uh, feedback is always welcome. Um, so yeah, the chat is online right now, as far as I know. So it should work. But anyways, let me introduce you to the dream team, my my personal dream team for today, right? I mean, it feels super <laughs> special. So um, yeah, first of all, we have the one that does everything live, the one that dances like we are back in the days of roller skate discos, the one that can put on a sub pack, draw his pop stick and fly through space and time as a true hero and that throws a disc like no other. It's the ZimTuck 5. How are you, my friend? Hey, Nathan, how's it feel to be in the driving seat? <laughs> Very, like, I'm extremely nervous for some reason, but it's, it's great. I love challenges, guys. I love it. <laughs> you've got, you've got, you've actually got the only legitimate, like, racing seat, I think, in the house. Oh, so, yes. You know, you got the proper, like, DX racer chair and all that for our audio listeners who don't see it. Yeah. And actually, Epix does as well, who we'll be introducing in a minute. It's, it's something mm-hmm. like that. I don't. I have something from like Star Trek or something. I don't know. Space Age. <laughs> yeah. What do you have, Rowdy? I'm just standing. I'm just like. <laughs> it, does, it does look like he's standing, though, honestly. <laughs> no, it's been yeah. it, it's been a, it's been a good week. I'm really looking forward to this episode, a special episode, uh, given given we uh, we have a little a little change at the moment. So that's uh, that, that that's good. Looking forward to this. Yeah, we'll we'll Not soon get to that uh, for sure. <laughs> But uh, I think Rowdy is hiding that he's just sitting on a cheap stool. But hey, whatever. You know, you don't need to be ashamed of yourself. You know, you need to you need to start somewhere. Um, but yes, uh, next up we have the fastest YouTuber alive. His favorite word is rep- repetitious, and his looks turn you you, you so, like yourself into a hypnotote. He is the Tesla Routster of our time, faster than light, even faster than Zim with his popstick. Uh, it's hard to imagine, I know. Um, he's the hero that no one knew they needed. And when we all hide in our Fallout 76, 11, or 3, or whatever, he's the one that will push the meteors back to space. It's the rowdy guy. Oh, man. My <laughs> you know? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm the hero that everybody wants, but nobody needs, right? Yeah. No, I, I think you're right. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. It's been a it's been a very busy week for me. I've been uh, doing some. Uh, I've been doing an attempt at painting, uh, doing an attempt at painting uh, some rooms. Uh, not very successful so far yet. There's, oh, uh, rooms! I thought you meant like proper painting, like yeah, Picasso. artistic. Come on, man. Yeah, exactly. no, that's, that's, that's like on a weekday, you know. In the, in the weekends, I, I paint rooms, you know. <laughs> but other than that, yeah, I'm I'm perfectly fine. Pretty okay. good. Yeah, so instead of Rowdy, Rowdy painting his walls, he's just putting like green screen uh, things everywhere. Of course, it's way easier. It takes less time, you know? <laughs> I mean, the evidence is on his webcam. He can't deny. But hey, um, we have a special guest, as you guys can see. No, it's not Mike. He kind of looks like Mike, though. But um, anyways, imagine a news anchor who works from within the Matrix to bring you the latest VR and AR news. I know that sounds 
like you know pretty next level uh, already but wait there is there's more he is a mix between old dutch cheese and canadian maple syrup <laughs> today he will join our cult to discuss xr with us together and he will be filling up that empty void that is also known as mike welcome Thank you, guys. Appreciate you having me. Uh, pulled me right out of Red Dead Redemption Two <laughs> in cinematic mode. That was uh, yeah. that's been my uh, my week. I'd li- love to say I was doing painting and stuff, but uh, alas, no. <laughs> yeah, we're soon gonna talk about uh, Red Dead Redemption in VR, so that's going to be exciting. And then, alas, by no means least, surprise, surprise, uh, me, Nati, and uh, yeah, I'm going to be the temporary host. Of today uh, because Mike is on a holiday together with his wife celebrating their uh, third anniversary so please have some nice clap emojis in the chat thank you very much you know just spam that stuff right there so he can see it um, so yeah I will be taking over today uh, I hope I'm going to be a good host uh, to all of you uh, luckily enough Mike gave me a script so I'm going to be some kind of living auto cue here um, but uh, I'm also going to try it the old school way so uh, yeah it's going to be great. It's going to be an absolute blast. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the main topics of today are um, the Steam VR headset. Once again, lots of juicy rumors have been spread around like peanut butter jelly since the leak of last week. We are going to talk about the latest rumors, the facts, and much more. Then we have virtual desktop on the Oculus Go. Uh, expert Zim will be talking about this uh, uh, experience. Uh, and, uh, yeah, apparently you can now use it with a standalone VR headset. Boom. And then we have Wreck-It Ralph Breaks VR or the internet, whatever. Uh, This crazy experience will be launching very soon and we'll be discussing its fresh trailer that just dropped. It's it's a pleasure for the eyes, trust me. And then we have Sony not uh, coming to E3. Uh, This week, uh, Sony announced that they will not be attending to E3 next uh, year. So no press conference. Uh, yeah, I know. Sucks. I mean, it's one of the best uh, like press conferences, in my opinion. Um, but they are maybe, maybe, just maybe, uh, cooking up a possible PlayStation 5 and a, a PlayStation VR 2.0. Ooh, yes. The rumors have it. So uh, first up, let's find out what everyone has been uh, up to uh, this week. So, uh, yeah, we're going to do some highlights. And I'm going to... Uh, shoot out with our guest and he already kind of like revealed what he's doing but of course you want to hear some more you know uh juicy stuff about that so go ahead yeah the and the rest of it was actually finishing a vr arcade so i've got a gaming lounge that i rent out i've got that all set up for wow. virtual reality console gaming all the uh, minis lined up snes mini nes mini commodore 64 mini but honestly mostly and you can check Via my uh, video releases lately, not much. It's been Red Dead Redemption 2 on PlayStation via the PlayStation VR cinematic mode. Oh, you've played actually in in VR then, in PlayStation VR. I finished the entire game in cinematic mode. Hey, good (laughs) man. That must be a hag of an experience though. It was. It was absolutely awesome. Nice. No, no see that that, that that like dovetails right into some of the stuff we're going to talk about later. So I I actually think that that mode it's funny because I I tend to try to get away from those modes. Like you know Steam VR does the kind of desktop launch and you're like no, I I want to do it in proper VR or in proper 2D. Like I don't want yeah, anything well. in the middle. But I've heard of people doing just that and and actually enjoying it. And the resolution of the PSVR is just fine for it. But um, 
I you did this connected just straight, so just native. Yeah. So I, no, I, I got the idea. Word. There were there was a guy who did this with Shadow of the Colossus, and mm-hmm. like you, I've you know couldn't have been bothered in the past doing that. But I I read this guy's article on playing Shadow of the Colossus that way, yeah. and figured you know what that might be that might work in Red Dead Redemption with the first person mode. And there's somebody else who's actually done that online as well. And it works well, you know, being mostly a PC gamer with the aim assist, I wanted it a bit more challenging and absolutely with first person, it does that, but you got to do it in first person. That's the key. Yeah. But it's, it's funny though, that um, Red Dead Redemption right now is a um, exclusive on console, right? Um, Right. But uh, next year it will come to PC as well. And as you guys may know, uh, GTA 5 worked with a mod that allowed you to have like positional tracking, like a room skill area. And you, yep. you had even like controller support, so you could just shoot with bazookas and things like that and chase the police, you know, uh, peek out of a window and shoot everyone, stuff like that. I mean, that's your, your, your casual GTA stuff you're doing, as far as I know. But let's say Red Dead comes out, number two, uh, on PC, there, there might be a possibility this works. Uh, if it's the yeah, same, absolutely, like multiple. Wouldn't it make sense in a way that uh, Rockstar would like, uh, you know, make it easier for those kind of mods? Because I mean, they've had some experience with like LA Noir and like some other things as well. That you know, maybe they make it easier for people to make it multiple. Because with GTA, there were still like a lot of issues, you know, because the, yeah. the camera. I mean, yeah. they changed it when they when they introduced already the first person mode. But since there's already a first person mode in Red Dead Redemption, do you think? It, maybe it's easier to like get these kind of mods in there? Yeah, I think so. I think it could be done. Uh, it actually worked fairly decently. I actually got better results with the mod GTA 5 than a lot of uh, Vorpex games. So yeah. I thought it worked I thought it worked okay. pretty well. Yeah, so uh, if you want to play Red Dead Redemption in VR, kind of, then you can if you want. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, let's let's move on to uh, uh, the, the the Tesla Roadster. Uh, tell us more about what you have been doing this week. Yeah, I've actually played uh, quite a few titles uh, this uh, this week. Uh, I've played uh, some more Land of Amara. I have uh, uh, gone back into like some older titles as well. But the one that I actually really want to highlight is the one that is the video that I'm actually releasing today. There was a game that is called uh, Vengeful Rights. I don't know if any of you have already tried this, but holy heck, oh, that's that's a big game. There's a lot of stuff that you can do in that game. Well, for those who don't know what it is, it's basically like a Zelda-inspired first-person style of game. Uh, it's um, very RPG-like. Yeah? There's like a lot of RPG elements in it. Um, but there's also other things like uh, like uh, mining. You can go into uh, uh, into certain like mines. You can like stop mining, or you get gold from that. With that gold, you can buy new items. That kind of stuff. Uh, they have magic, a very interesting magic system, which works with the movements of your hands to like cast certain signs. And by casting those signs, you can uh, uh, you can uh, uh, um, like make certain different schools of magic um they yeah. have uh, also just general th- you know destruction magic and restoration magic they have that as well mm-hmm. um they have archery really nice archery system with a, a really nice pullback um there is a, a physical blocking of with the sword so you can like uh, wow the, the 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 goblins that are attacking you they have different you know swings and different styles that they attack you so you can you need to block them and then uh, you can attack them as well so it's a it's a very interesting title the story is maybe a little bit less you know deep I wasn't really like getting that 
you know, deep into the story, but the the mechanics, the game mechanics are really interesting. And I've, I've played it for, I think, roughly like an hour. Like uh, I've played a little bit more than an hour, I think, but I've been through so many stages. It's like, I can do this as well. You can climb walls, you can climb trees. So there's a lot of mechanics that are like all being blended into this one game. Wow, a lot of scope, really yeah. polished. It's Ventral Lights. So- is this is this an early access title? Are they still working on this? Because yeah. it sounds like everything, so that must be then an early access. Yeah, yeah they're, they're still they're still working on it. Um, I can I can actually check on on Steam as well to see if there's already a release date allowed. Uh, it's quite old though, isn't this one? I, I remember hearing yeah, about yeah, this yeah, one yeah. from like a year and a half ago. I mean, it's not like this is a new title. No, not at all. Not at all. Yeah, yeah. I didn't hear positive things about it, so I'm really interested in your in your kind of recommendation here, Rowdy. Um, so you, you liked it? It was story light, but all the VR elements you thought were solid? There, there is a story that I don't know how far the story goes. I mean, I've played mm-hmm. for roughly an hour and I've really been like, you know, more testing mechanics and like getting really involved into the story. And I know I'm always badgering on about, you know, games need to have a storyline. I know, I know. It does have a, it does have a storyline, but it's maybe not as, as deep as one would ex- expect or would want. Mm-hmm. Um, but the game mechanics feel like really polished. Like I really enjoyed that actually. In so, the- so you said the archery was good? I liked it. Yeah, I liked it a lot. You had to like pull the arrows from your back. You had to like notch them into the arrow, uh, into right. the bow and then pull back. And the, the aiming was actually pretty, pretty good as well. So, yeah. Okay. So this one is, is available on Steam right now. It is available uh, on Steam in early access. Yeah. On, on Oculus Rift, uh, Vive and MR headsets or... Uh, I don't know if MR headsets, uh, they're, they're not yeah. listed MR headsets. No, but they're usually, <laughs> let's say, Rift. you can try and see if they work. Like, usually, if you have an MR headset, even that it's not on there, you can still play those games. But I'm not going to tell you now that it actually works. Like, <laughs> it's a risky thing, though. You need to, yeah, you know. Just, uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's available on the Oculus Store as well. I think I've seen it. I think I've seen it listed there. It was a couple of months ago, I think. It I, can't, I can't immediately see it now. But okay, yeah. well, you know, Zim Zim is the expert. He's also an expert on uh, on other stuff. So t- tell us more about what you have been, you know, testing this week. Jeez. Um, well, first thing I've been working on is uh, spent all most of today getting my uh, my Assetto servers back up and working again because I've had a real itch to oh, nice. get back driving. Um, but during the week, in terms of the titles that I, I touched on, I, I played. I kind of reached back in time as well, Rowdy. So uh, yeah. I went back and played things like like Gunheart um, oh. and and Killing Fast. These these are games that you just like. Mm. I think they're staples. You have to have tried yeah. them. Uh, um, mm-hmm. And I, I hadn't given them like due time before, so I, I sunk some time into those. Um, mm. But the one I want to really talk about, I think, is, um, and I'm kind of battling myself here, between between Echo Combat, which which totally surprised me, and and this this short educational title called Spheres. So um, I'll, I'll talk about Spheres because I think it's the one that is the least expected of the list, and I tend to like to focus on those. So it's an educational app. It'll take you maybe... Mm, 40 minutes to get through the three experiences that are done. But the voice acting and the visuals where they show you the kind of creation of our universe and they, they touch on facts that you probably won't know. Uh, then there's one on black holes. Then there's one on kind of our planet, uh, which culminates in a very surprise ending, which I will not give away. Uh, this is a paid for title. I think it's about a tenner uh, in US dollars. And I would definitely say it's a it's a must play. The thing that really stood out to me was not many titles get tactile experiences done incredibly mm. well. Uh, paired with a sub pack, this game is, or this educational app 
is is just incredible. Like the music, the thing is, if you're a music level lover, you'll really appreciate this. And if you like being taught things that you don't already know, I think it also shines. So for me, there was a bit in the black where, where two black holes are kind of eating one another. Uh, it sounds very provocative, but <laughs> it, 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 it kind of did a visual effect that nearly made me fall over. Um, and I'm very oh, wow. steady on my feet, actually, in, in VR. So what did you really spot on? It was just it, it was top notch. And what do you mean with like a tactile experience? Like what is what is the tactile part? Ah, so so what I mean is um, where the the base fre base frequencies or the lower uh, frequencies in the experience uh, translate very well, either if you've got like a sub pack or a, a a butt kicker, any kind of tactile transducer, those rely entirely on not like hard coding, but on the actual soundtrack. And so the soundtrack only in certain games, like Electro Electronauts, is another great example of a game mm. that clearly paid attention to that whether they designed for it or not if it was by accident like this this title spheres really gets that right okay cool beans. definitely gotta try that yeah yeah especially the like haptic playing, feedback, dude. the chat has been playing some games as well i've seen uh, a lot of people liking spheres apparently as well as yeah yeah a lot are liking spheres it was great <laughs> Uh, we got Paradise Decay saying that uh, he played Runes, The Forgotten Path, which is a ah. title that I played uh, also a long time ago. Yes. But apparently, they, yes. from, from time to time, they change up everything. Since I, yeah. I think I played that already twice, but they completely <laughs> changed the title uh, every time. Since yeah, jumping from like like launching it to, no, we're not launching it anymore. Let's do Kickstarter now from, yeah. A lot of p someone has been playing H3 VR. I first read that as Half-Life 3 VR. It's like I'm... <laughs> that, that's how I read it too. Yeah. <laughs> you know the dev did that intentionally, right? Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. Anton knows. And he was like, oh, how could I abbreviate my game? Hmm. And then for Wheeling for Fun, uh, just bought, talk about uh, one old game anyway, Subnautica. Oh. And then the recent Windlands 2. What Absolutely. A, one of my favorites. Literally the yep. third in my rung of horror games. If you think it's not a horror game, <laughs> you'll learn. Tetris Absolutely. I saw popping up. Uh, Gamer Tag has been playing some Tetris, Transpose, Firewall, and Squishies. Don't know what Squishies is, but uh, I'm kind of getting like a mental picture. Um, okay. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, well, so thank all in all, it's been a great week. Uh, the only closing remark I will make is if you, if you, like me, ran away from Dash because it was affecting your capture performance, and then Oculus patched it back in and forced you to, to have Dash. Um, you may have about three quarters of a year's worth of uh, loot crates in Oculus Home to open, which I did, and it took me an hour and a half, which is fun, <laughs> wow. but it's also a lot of grinding. <laughs> Damn. Wow. I usually in games you have like open all, you know, like well, when I'm playing Battlefield, for example, it's like, oh, I have like 10 of these uh, things, just click on it, bam, and it opens everything. Um but okay, yeah. If you if you want to get rich, you know, cook, cook those uh, loot boxes up and then open them when it's Christmas, and <laughs> then it sounds like it's even more fun than when you just open one every single you know week. Yeah. Okay, so uh, yeah, what I've been playing is uh, Crow uh, the Legend. It's a uh, cinematic shard that just came out yesterday. Uh, it's free. You can uh, watch it on the go, uh, Gear VR, and also the Rift. Uh, Oculus Studios work together with. Uh, yeah, their name is a little little strange. Ba ba Baobab Studios. Oh, right, right, right. right. Um, and they made Asteroids. They also made uh, another one that I just don't know 
right now, but they did make a lot of cinematic shards. And uh, yeah, this one is um, it's top notch. You know, there are a lot of cinematic uh, experiences coming out lately, and that's great. I mean, usually the the cinematic ones with the good stories are really you know uh, letting you feel some emotions, and you're totally getting into it. Um, and, and and in this one, it's about a well, a crow that has a golden talent of, of, of singing very nicely and is really the, the star of the forest. So the, the one that, um, yeah, is like the, the coolest bird uh, out there and the rest rowdy of the animals of the forest, are all... we're saying here. The rowdy of the forest. Yes, the rowdy <laughs> of the forest. Exactly. And everyone is looking up to this rowdy, rowdy crow uh, person. Um, they are intelligent. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and then... Um, Winter arrives and it, it's getting so cold, um, but this this rowdy uh, crow um, still wants to do his shows. So he's like, well, I'm not going to help you guys to solve this issue of having winter in the forest and having it so cold. But then in the end, he does uh, help them out and he's going to travel through the universe to make things happen. That's all I can say, but it's very nice. And it's also interactive. You can do stuff yourself too. You're a part of the story. It's not like, hey, I'm watching this and I'm some kind of, I don't know, maybe Ant that is just, you know, spying right. on these characters. No, you're really, you know, a part of the story. I got to say something to Rowdy here. You know nothing, John Crow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. It, it fits with the title. I, I played that does. too. It kind of does. Yeah. No, you're right. No, you're yep. right. Um, so, yeah, that's what I've been playing. Um, but let's move on. Uh, we have some quick news. Um, first of all, Unseen Diplomacy 2. Uh, is something that might be coming uh, soon. Um, the developer, Triangular uh, Pixels, has announced it uh, this week. And uh, they said that there is no release window yet, but they did say that they learned a lot from their previous title on PlayStation VR, Smash Hit Plunder, and will use that experience to make a worthy sequel. And uh, hmm. for the people that don't know, don't know Unseen Diplomacy, uh, the, 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 the first one, is a like room scale monster. Um, it wants you to crawl through fence. It wants you to, you know, um, go all over the place. And uh, yeah, it's it's like a crazy maze that constantly changes around you. Um, it's uh, it's super epic. It's like if you so, took uh, all the robots out of. Oh god, the names just come out of my head. A bunch of knives. Yeah. Budget cuts. Budget cuts. If you took all the robots out of budget cuts, it's very much like that. Yes. It was yes. actually the first ever game that I. I would say got totally immersed to the point of I, <laughs> when I took the headset off after like ten minutes doing that, I it was weird. It was like oh my god, I'm I'm not actually yeah. where I thought I was. So it, it's quite immersive, and I would say you do need a large space for it. Yes, I, I and that's on a budget cuts. What is left of the game? What budget cuts? If you take the robots out of budget cuts, what is left of the game? Stanley Parable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, but I mean No, but let's well, say yeah. it's you take the knives yeah. away, but then you put like traps in there and, and lasers and things you need to constantly evade. It's right. it's a very yeah. physical physical uh, game. And I said it before, like this could be a, a great title for the quest as well. Um because mm, I don't think many people yeah, have this recommended play space. So yeah, um, so that's uh, Unseen Diplomacy 2. Then we have the YouTube VR app. Uh, yeah, this has been a silent launch for some reason. I don't know why. It's uh, pretty big in my opinion. Mm -hmm. um, but it's finally here. The YouTube VR app can now be downloaded on the Oculus Go. So if you want to, uh, you can jump into your favorite creator's channel and watch their videos in 3D, 180, and 360. And it even has a multiplayer feature that allows you to watch videos together. So uh, yeah. 
that's cool. Uh, it's nice. Yeah, because first you were on the go and you could only go to Facebook video, but Facebook video is a total different culture of videos than what you have on YouTube. So mm-hmm. you kind of want to have them both. Um, usually Facebook is more about the, the funny cat videos and short ones, you know? YouTube is more about the, the longer videos. It's also got like, I mean, I, the, the, way, the place I see it uh, most applicable is things like, um, for our Belgian friends, <laughs> Rowdy, uh, Tomorrowland, like, I mean, big festivals where you yes. have them broadcast oh, yes. in exactly. 180 or 360 to be able to multiplayer yeah. that in a browser in, in a 360 environment on a go or something. That's huge. That's yeah. like, that's really cool. It is. No, and, it and is. And, yeah. I was going to say just really the strengths of those mobile devices. Absolutely. is the media aspect. Plus, I mean, uh, things, things like Tomorrowland is for everyone. Well, you know, with, for example, Oculus venues, you usually run into the problem of, hey, uh, this is a, a US only thing. And YouTube is usually a little bit more free in that sense. So then you can really come together and watch uh, something. Um, I did, I did run into a few uh, videos that were like blocked in my country, but overall it did work fine. So, yeah. You see that more and more in those venues as well that they have like a like a 360 camera setup somewhere uh, on like different locations. Uh, so it's actually pretty pretty neat to see that more and more. Even for like a football event, they're starting to do that now. But they have like one of those cameras like set up behind the goals, so you can like go and watch it uh, over there. I think it's pretty neat that they, they start doing uh, implementing virtual reality there as well. You know, yeah. society has failed when they start putting 360 cameras in the bathrooms. That's all I'm saying. Like, I mean, <laughs> exactly. I, I'm not big brother I'm waiting for. <laughs> You're waiting for that? Yeah. <laughs> Live webcam from from all the venues. I I don't I don't need to see that much bait and tackle. You know what I mean? And, no. I'm good. You sure? I'm, I'm good. You never know. Yeah, I'm good. You never know. And when you start watching it, then you can't stop. You know, it yeah, exactly. starts to get interest. Plus, if Rowdy's going to stream, it makes it very interactive. You know what I mean? So oh, yeah, I make everything very interactive. Yeah. <laughs> so you have been warned. You're going um, to scare our Canadian correspondent. Come on, let's move it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stop it. Stop it. Um, so HTC, um, we also have some news from them. Uh, so apparently uh, AMD uh, Ryzen owners are having issues with the Vive wireless adapter. Uh, HTC is asking these people to simply return their devices because they don't have a solution at the moment it's a very strange move in my opinion if i would be the company i'm like you know it's gonna be all fine you know there there are no fires in your house it's it's all it's working you know it's working or we are working on it as soon 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 stuff like that because now people return it and you know you kind of want to you know try to well, update it instead but hey uh but the, the, the issue is pretty serious then huh? it is Other, yeah it is right. otherwise then then they kind of already say like we don't know how to solve it um but they did uh, uh make a statement of course um so they said our current data shows this occurring with a subset of ryzen based pcs Our investigation will take time as we are working with multiple component manufacturers to identify the root cause. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. You still don't know anything extra here, but... um, Right, but but why not credit part of it back and say, we're aware of it, you know, apologies for the inconvenience, we're looking into it. Uh, It almost makes it sound like they're not putting a lot of resources forward to be that defeatist and just give up. Yeah, it, it's strange though. I think like a lot of people own, uh, you know, a Ryzen hardware. Uh, why didn't mm. they test this up front? You know, exactly. why didn't they, uh, you know, test all the uh, different specs out before? The, the Ryzen is such a different architecture from like the, the previous ones um, and also the other ones. Uh, so 
Because I, I, I have a Ryzen myself. I have a Ryzen 7 in my other PC. So uh, I, I've had issues with that as well with other hardware, like, for example, the, the Elgato streaming decks. Like, uh, I've had, like, a lot of issues trying to get that to work, to get them to be recognized on my on my motherboard. Um, and they were also blaming it on the on the Ryzen architecture of the of the processor. So yeah, yeah. The, it, it's I think it's because the architecture is so new compared to, like, the, the previous editions. But you're right, of course, in saying, that you know if you bring out a new device then you should yeah. invest it for that especially because well, absolutely quiet, uh, processing yes um so i just got a notification on my phone saying that oculus uploaded a trailer of uh, swears chapter three i'm not sure if this was uh is if is this something new is this something uh, juicy or is that just old <laughs> Wait, i don't know is it written in the same way that i'm thinking that it's written <laughs> Swears. No. Swears? <laughs> swears? 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 Sorry? Swears. Swears. Sorry. Okay. That was my Dutch accent kicking in there. Um, but there is a chapter three um, that they just upload as a trailer, but maybe you could already play that. I don't know. I just wanted to, you know, uh, <laughs> maybe it was like a juicy new thing, but apparently it's not. Okay. Yeah. Well, you never know. You never know. So um, next up, we have Black Friday sales. Um, Doom VFR went from uh 30 to 15 dollars uh, that's not bad at all um, uh, skyrim vr went from 60 to 30 dollars so uh, zim you might want to buy it again i i very well have, you, never, you can never have enough skyrim uh, copies let's be honest here dude uh, <laughs> i think i think it's, it's 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 a natural thing for skyrim owners <laughs> to buy multiple copies of the game isn't it <laughs> absolutely it's yes that it's still 30 dollars how old is the game now 2011 yeah. right that's so old that's so old it's almost, almost a decade, and the engine is a decade old. Yeah. But the, yeah. how long has it been released in PlayStation now? Um, maybe a year. Maybe yeah, a year and a bit. Yeah, year, year and a half, yeah. I'd say. Almost it's a year. Like, yeah. Like on release, so. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, that one November. is, uh, is, oh, yeah, is up for sale for yeah. people that, that don't own Skyrim yet. I mean, after so many sales, you must have it have it somewhere on the attic and you don't even know anymore <laughs> uh creed rise to glory went from 30 to 15 dollars um and uh, that one is fun because there's also a multiplayer feature in there so you can box against your friends and it's got to be promotional right. pricing because that's just out the gates like that's only two months yeah. out right yeah right yeah it's true but you do know that with vr you know usually the the first week or the first two weeks it's like booming and then it rapidly goes down so it does kind of make sense that they do it um then we have firewall zero hour uh that one went from 40 to 20 dollars um if you um yeah if you want to jump into a tactical shooter then uh you know this is the one uh they've got they've got a second dlc that's landing i think in a couple of days okay Uh, free or do you need to buy that free yeah, free. Free. Wow. Free. Okay. So they've actually, Thank since you. launch, which was only, what, three, four months ago, um, yeah. they've actually hit it with uh, now two DLC packs that were free. So, you know, new. We should, uh, we should thank uh, uh, Uncle, uh, Uncle Frank. A free deal. But no levels yet. I'm like, as a Firewall player, and I'm huge into Firewall, love it. It's so good. Um, you have to try it if you haven't. And if you've got an aim controller, mm. it's it's a must buy. Uh, oh, absolutely. The aim is key. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but I mean, I, I've been hearing crazy deals on, on aim controllers in different countries as well. So, you know, I think that's a peripheral that if you haven't managed to get it, like, I mean, I got it. It was a ridiculous price. I paid 80 pounds sterling for a game, which is Farpoint, plus this piece of plastic. Yeah, sure. So, you know, seeing it now at a quarter of that price with the game is, is great because that's yeah. really what you should be paying. Right. 
It's just that we need more more games that support this this gun because it's still a very limited amount of uh, you know. But thank you for the free DLC, Uncle Frank. You know, our uh, friend uh, PSVR Frank. You know, he's like behind all of this, I, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Um, then we have uh, Torn. Uh, this one went from uh, thirty to twenty one dollars. Um, we have Star Trek uh, uh, that went from forty to twelve dollars. That's super cheap. It's extremely cheap. Uh, Astrobot Rescue Mission is twenty dollars. I don't know what price it went from, but wow! Damn it, I bought that a week ago. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> price. Uh, yeah, well, that's what happens, you know, when you buy something before Black Friday. You, you, you knew, that. but you couldn't, you know, you couldn't resist. Couldn't resist. Um, Resident Evil Seven is twenty dollars. So, you know, Mike, if you're watching, you know, there's no reason for you to not do it anymore. <laughs> I mean, you know, let's be honest. He, he can't go around this. He needs to play it on stream sometimes. Um, and then uh, something that is not PlayStation VR is that the Samsung Odyssey is three hundred and fifty dollars. It's good plus, for that the plus one, by the way. This is the original, right? Not the no, no, the plus one, the plus one. The really? One. Yeah. From what price does it come? Oh. Yeah, I know. From what Sorry? price does it come? Um, I think it was wasn't wasn't it like four fifty or five hundred? I'm not sure. I need to check here, that's, but that's what I, I think it was like five hundred. I mean, I'm at that price. I'd, I wouldn't be surprised if stock goes out fast. Like that's the kind of price. Mm, yeah, I mean, that's a relatively new oh, launch. Yeah. So that's a shelf clear. I'm yeah, uh, exactly. yeah, and and for me again, racing is like a big deal. So seeing the apex of the corners with that screen, like I I'm key, I'm keen to maybe do it. <laughs> So yeah, so those those that, that was like uh, the the quick news. Well, yeah, quick. Kinda, we had some right? people in the chat dropping some. Uh, oh yeah, some sure. Great deals as well, Go though. We it. had uh, a great recon saying that he bought an aim controller with firewall for fifty pounds in Argos. Mm-hmm. Uh, that the Astrobot was uh, thirty four ninety nine pounds before the wow. price uh, dropped. Yeah, so amazing. Uh, I paid. It's a pretty good deal now. Uh, and <laughs> then uh, he also I found a, a PSVR starter pack <laughs> for one hundred seventy nine pounds in Argos as well. Yeah, oh. So, um, yeah. So uh, right now we're still waiting for the PC, uh, you know, uh, sales. There isn't that much going on yet. It's kind of like a scavenger okay. hunt at the moment. So hopefully um, uh, Oculus and also Steam, of course, will, you know, come up with their own uh, uh, sales. And we also have Vive part. I don't know if, you know, people use that, but uh, <laughs> I got a but question the, for, they, um... they must have a sale too. So we're, we're keeping an eye on that. We're, we're yeah. going to keep you, you guys updated. I so yeah, a... that was the quick quick news. Sorry, Zim, we, we got to move on. I'm sorry. This was very quickity quick, quick. Um, we have also some game releases, by the way. Um, so uh, we have something awesome for everyone this week, no matter what headset you own. Um, first of all, Creed. Um, Creed has now a new DLC. Um, you can uh, face against a new character, also known as Victor Drago. Uh, Servio's just added this opponent to the game, and that means there is finally some new content you can play around with. And the cool fact, this Drago guy is also in the movie Creed, so this is not just some random character you can fight. Now he's Correct. he's the one uh, that um, Adonis needs to fight at the end of the of the movie. Uh, I've not seen the movie uh, yet, so I I, I don't really oh, know what I'm talking it. about here. <laughs> but yes, and this is a free DLC, um, and you can fight against this guy. But I think you can also be him because in the free play you can 
pick any character you want. So if you want to get some real muscles, then like me, for example, you know, that's why I'm always in there, like looking at me like, oh, this is how I really want to be, but I'm not. For audio <laughs> listeners, uh, Nathy always wears a tank top when he does the podcast, you know, uh, yeah, okay, like regular t-shirts just ripped yeah, open. So he yeah, wears yeah, a tank true. top always. I put pillows everywhere, basically. Um <laughs> So uh, then we have Echo Combat. Uh, Mike already mentioned this uh, last week. Uh, but yes, uh, Echo Combat is now out for Rift users. It's uh, it's $10 and the reviews so far are very solid. I'm not sure if anyone has uh, tried it out. It's, it's actually, so I didn't like Echo Arena. Echo Combat okay. was incredibly surprising. It's basically oh. Team Fortress 2. Mm. You know how Mike described it last week? Um, mm. Team Fortress 2 where you have that cart that goes along, except for it's a giant pink flamingo in vr oh and you have to get in the inner tube flamingo it's like ridiculous and the level design is brilliant and you have this little gun and you have a whole bunch of different modes and you play 4v4 it's really well thought out uh, like okay. Okay. applause to the developers so yes that one is out now and then we have crow the legend uh as i said before crow the legend is now out for free on oculus home and can be watched with go rift or gear vr and uh, then we have Google Spotlight uh, Stories. Uh, they are back on track with a new animated chart. Uh, this time it's called uh, Age of Sail. Uh, and um, it's a piece about the changing of the guard and finding a place for yourself in a new world. Whoa. Sounds very mysterious. How do you uh, those I, two? Like, yeah, I don't. I Like, you got to try it and then find out what this really means. Um, but uh, what sale, I do know... Is that sail as an S-A-L-E or S-A-I-L? Like sailing? Sailing, I think. Oh, sailing. Okay, mm-hmm. age of sail. So age of age of boats. And just to uh, jump... Yeah. yeah, I was just going to jump in. Uh, Eric and a few others mentioning Viveport, uh, five great games for a dollar. The Arizona oh. Sunshine, Accounting Plus, super hot. Okay, so it's a good game. So you can just you know you need to sign up and then I, you can get them straight away. How does it work? Because there must be a way to. It's it's not yeah. Clear, it's the, guess, but, the five port subscription yeah. and then a buck each. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. I mean, uh, uh, you know, um, honestly, uh, I think that Viveport is really uh, trying hard right now and, and also showing some interesting stuff to really make this platform more uh, interesting where, you know, you could get Fallout 4 uh, VR for free. Now these titles, uh, like some some good, like really solid titles that are like just $1. So I, uh, I think they are on the right path, but they do need to get some more. Let's say if you got these deals every month, like that, yeah. I think there there might be a reason be to compelling. maybe use a subscription like that. But for now, this is like something we might see yeah. once, and then we have months of silence again. So hopefully, they can you know keep the pace going in that sense. That's um, right. Just just a tip from me there. You know, uh, I can I can roast something, but I can also you know give some some good good feedback right there. <laughs> yeah. So uh, then we have Rec Room. Uh, Rec Room has a new quest, of course, free. Uh, I think it's called uh, something with Crescendo. Uh, does someone know the exact title here? It's the Metroidvania uh, but it's, uh, one, isn't it? it? Yeah, exactly. And it's something with werewolves and you need to shoot them. And yeah, it's uh, it's, it's an action-packed oh, one. Yeah. With a, oh, yeah, you have a whip, right? Like, uh, like Indiana Jones. I'm definitely yeah, So uh, they constantly yeah. keep surprising us. It's crazy. A lot of people have been saying that it's like one of the best ones that they've played uh, so far of the updates that they've released. So it's, uh, it keeps them, I, I keep finding it amazing, like how many content that game has by now. You know, you can oh, yeah. dive into there for like hours and never experience something that is like re- remotely the same as your, as your previous uh, yeah. experience. 
So yeah. I think it's an amazing game. To see that that is still free, it's... And cross-platform, yeah. right? What platform doesn't oh, have yeah. it? It's, yeah. it's nuts. Mm-hmm. It, it might also come to the Quest. They have not confirmed it, but there is a chance it's going to happen. So Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, then we have uh, Megalith, I think. Um, uh, this is an online strategy game for the PlayStation VR. This one seems to be free too. In this game, you can become a Titan and use your massive size and powerful uh, abilities to earn your rightful place as a god of mankind. Finally, uh, I can use my massive size as a god of oh, mankind. Please, please yes. Uh, it's a combination of a MOBA and one of the best hero shooters. That's what they say on their uh, page. Um, and um, yeah, that, that's all we know. But there's a lot of free stuff right now. It's, it's mm. great. You know, we need that. There's- we need that. And absolutely no shortage in VR, right? I mean, even if you've just got one platform, there's so much out there. Yeah, no, it that's is. true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, so let's go to the. Uh, sorry. Yeah. It's going to be a go great ahead. Christmas for a lot of people. Yeah. Oh yes. Don't, don't forget. Don't forget Borderlands. By the way, you know. When's that's VR. right. That's right. Mm-hmm. And uh, somebody mentioned the uh, Steam sale November twenty oh. second, starting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff uh, going to happen this Christmas. It's going to be crazy. Um, so let's go to the finally, finally to the main topics. Took a while, but <laughs> here we are. Um, so the first one is, uh, yeah, the Steam VR uh, headset. And we spoke about this last week, but um, last week when we spoke about it, um, this was fresh news. It came out like one day before we started the podcast. So there was still a lot, you know, of, 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 of you know, fire spreading around everywhere and people just making up stories, telling the truth, uh, fake stuff, I don't know, like <laughs> all over the place. But um, yeah, so for the people that don't know, last week on Reddit, a bunch of photos leaked of a potential VR headset from Valve. Uh, we still don't know who the person is who leaked all of this, but the rumors are getting stronger. It could be a person who is or was an employee at Valve, a guest who got a tour at the office and made a couple of sneaky pictures in secret, or even better, a simple like marketeer who just wants to get the hype train rolling, you know, and just, you know, putting those images out there. Um, but according to Valve's uh, news uh, network, uh, this is like a YouTube channel, um, the images of the prototypes indicate that they were running uh, this, this, this prototype on an ANX 7530. And uh, these photos are quite old because they also discovered that these photos are from like four months ago. And uh, most of that stuff must have been changed. But let's say that they are still using this chip, then it would mean it can uh, uh, run uh, up to 4K by 2K and 60 FPS. But we all know that that that's not the standard. It's like 90, 90 FPS. Uh, other things that people noticed is that uh, it has uh, tracking spots that hint towards a uh, lighthouse support and that the front-facing cameras are for a total different purpose than inside-out tracking. Uh, it could maybe be for hand tracking. It could be to, you know, uh, I don't know. Like, there are so many possibilities there. So I don't know what you guys have heard so far, things that you kind of like think, oh, this must be legit, or I kind of believe this is true. I think, let's be honest here, we kind of know now that they are working on a headset. There is no reason right. that this has been faked. I mean... That's for sure. That's for sure. I yeah. mean, how did, who... Who the final device is going to release? Now, who who's going to release the final device? I'm not I'm not that sure yet if it's going to be 
Valve is going to be doing that, mm-hmm. or if they're going to like you know yeah. uh, make the hardware av- available for another company yeah, and then to use them to release it. It could be Valve yeah. though. You know, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Valve has experience in releasing hardware, like I said previously as well. They have the Steam Link, they have the Steam Controller, but for virtual reality, yes, I'm not that sure yet. Um, in terms of the leak, I do think it's deliberate though. I mean, the pictures mm-hmm. are a little bit like too perfect. I think like it also with the Valve logo that is just on the right place. <laughs> I am leaning towards like that. It's like a deliberate leak on like, uh, it comes at a very smart time as well, you know, with the Christmas sales, the, the quest that is coming. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I'm still leaning towards like a deliberate move of like, you know, keeping their foot in, in the doorway, you know? So, so you're saying that it might be Valve themselves kind of, you know, throwing this out there and they know, like they, they, they know how their audience reacts to these kind of things. They can have free marketing based on, on a hype that people just create themselves. They've been doing it with Half-Life 3 for God knows how long, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hiding Half-Life 3 stuff that didn't mean anything in games yeah. for like, you know, yeah. ages or, or in Sims case, uh, Left 4 Dead 3, you know, like uh, yeah, so. they, they, they keep him busy with that too. Um, but um, uh, what I told Zim is like, you know, it could be that they had the Vive, you know, they made the Vive, they, they came up with the idea of the Vive, um, that they were like, you know, we're just going to sell this. Uh, HTC was the lucky one to get it. And they were maybe like, let's just see how they do. Let's learn from that. And just, you know, it was the first consumer headset. So you have no idea where you're jumping into. Um, so maybe they were like, you know, we're just going to wait, see what happens. And, uh, when the moment is there, we're just going to sell it ourselves. Yeah. I don't know. I, the way I see it is, is just sheer contingency. Cause I think, you know, when, when they first launched, it was so unstable. HTC looked like it was about to evaporate as a company. And I, I think that right. at that time, they probably would have gone, all right, let's fork. <laughs> here's, here's some of our funds for VR and here's, let's go do a secret project and actually build the hardware for ourselves. That, yeah. that that would that is what I would have chosen, you know, if I was on the board at at, at Valve. And, and and come on, Gabe Newell, to underestimate the man. I mean, look, PlayStation, Microsoft with their Xbox, they wanted digital distribution for this current gen. Did it work out? Not really. They've got it. Gabe Newell somehow over the last ten years managed to get PC gamers, some of the most conservative gamers, to adopt digital distribution without even realizing they were adopting it. Here we are, and Steam is the digital distribution mm-hmm. channel. And he did right. that without any of us, basically snowed us all over the course of 10 years. So if you're asking me, I think absolutely deliberate leak. And somebody mentioned the resolution of those photos being PCB resolution. I think it's actually on that uh, the Valve Network channel, they mentioned that. Mm-hmm. These are high resolution images. They've had a stake in the software side, and we've seen HTC also want a stake in the software side. And I think this is just Valve wanting a stake in the hardware side of things. A little bit of what you guys said, watching HTC do it, learning from a lot of those mistakes, and now coming out with a bevy of games. I do believe there's going to be a few surprises along with what we know released with this. But absolutely, do not underestimate, Gabe. So... Do you think that Valve will be the one releasing this headset? I do. I yeah. do. Because that, that yeah. would be an interesting position because we all know that Oculus is in that kind of realm already. You know, they have the Oculus Store, they manage both the software side and they manage the hardware side. While Valve, at this point, it manages the software side, you know, with Steam VR and like the Steam Store and the games that are being released there. But it has not really, I mean, of course, 
in part like the hardware is like Valve developed, but right knuckles the same thing. tracking it's still HTC that is uh, that is doing the manufacturing. So look, they they purchased they purchased a facility for fabrication. Uh, they've also geared up their website this last year. Uh, there were articles going back February, March, April, May where Valve has really kind of changed the focus to be more VR and they've been hiring hardware people by the dozens, a lot of hardware people in a lot of diverse areas that have to do with HMD fabrication. So Interesting. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Actually, I've looked at their jobs as well. The only thing that this raises in my, in my mind and for our audio engineer listeners, I wonder if anyone has spectral analyzed the photos, because for those of you who know about mm. uh, leaks and things like that, sometimes what you get in these photos is uh, there's actually, as part of a header uh, to the image, you actually have a, an audio file essentially embedded in the image itself. It's, it's a trick that's used in some sci-fi films. It's used by okay. artists when they're releasing what? a new album. Um, but if wow. it was what you're saying in terms of the quality of the image, it's it's possible that there's another there's a hidden uh, Easter egg in there because Valve liked their Easter eggs. Okay, wow, like that that they intentionally put an audio file in there. It's like yeah, and then you hear a Gabe Neal saying like it's a trap. Yeah, <laughs> or, or the G-Man talking, or you know, you don't know what it's going to be. No, no, but they're, they can be really exciting. So I hope someone has. Spectral I, I know what it is. It's going to be like a, some kind of garble. You need to reverse it, and then it says Half Life Three. For sure. But <laughs> just, just like, like honestly, personally, I'm super excited. Like, let's say they release this maybe in 2020. I don't, I don't know if they're gonna do it next year. But let's say they do that and they bundle this headset with, with like knuckles or maybe even better knuckles we haven't even seen yet with some, some crazy games. Um, because I mean, Valve knows so many developers and they know. Uh, which ones can make great games. So they could do the same as Oculus and and Mm. Facebook and say like, listen, uh, we want you to make some games for us or work together with us. Um, And and over the years, they have also invited uh, VR developers over to their office to work there and, you know, uh, make their own games. So yeah, uh, the possibilities uh, are there. So I don't know. Yeah. And and look at the specs. The specs are, are kind of transitional. They're not second gen. They're mostly first gen, but we've got everything we're hearing from uh, Vive Pro to slightly higher resolution and everything from 135 degree field of view on the Valve Network channel. They were saying 150. So probably like the Pimax normal 140, somewhere in there. Yeah, but I think if 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 their games are great, they make um, then it doesn't even really matter if if it has a better field of view or resolution or anything. Like then it's like, hey, I buy this headset because of you know the same way I buy a PlayStation VR for Astrobot because it's an awesome game, and that's exactly. the same with that Valve headset. But the moment they they stamp that Valve headset on there and they put it on the store and they put it on the front and they bundle it with some crazy ass you know uh, indie titles and maybe some IPs they already had as an experience. Experience and not as a full game. Sorry for the people that think Half-Life 3 or something. I think it's just going to be an experience that is maybe based on Half-Life 2 or maybe on 3 and that hints towards a different universe mm-hmm. than 3, what people have been speculating about. But yeah, that will be crazy advertisement because they have such a big user base. My God, I don't know what's going to happen. But for now, these are rumors. Uh, Valve has not been ba- backing any of this. So what we are talking about, like... We still don't know. It could all be fake, yeah. but it would suck, 
honestly. <laughs> all be fake. Like everything. Well, after all these all years, these right? I mean, like. Oh, please. Yeah. It makes me like really excited. Like usually it's like, okay, yeah, new game, cool, and some hardware, but they Valve. It's, you know. Yeah. There, there was one more uh, on the Valve news channel. They mentioned the refresh rate. So with our Rift and Vives, we've kind of got that 90 hertz. Sony, the 120 aiming for 60, then the frame doubling technique. Apparently, this one showing the chipset that it's 60 frames per second. So 60 hertz, yeah. not 90. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that's surprising. Yeah. I wonder why. Yeah. yeah. But that's, I mean, these photos are like, as I said before, four months old. So it could be that this right. has already changed. Um, but Very true. Yeah, it, it's, of course, an interesting, uh, um, you know, thought of why they use this for a while right. to test uh, things out. So, yeah, that's uh, the Steam VR headset. We'll keep you updated on that. Um, so, uh, yeah, let's let's move on to virtual desktop so um you guys might know virtual desktop this is a program um developed for the rift vive and mr headsets that gives you um, the opportunity to use your computer from within vr you can browse uh, the web watch movies uh, netflix or even play games on a giant virtual screen so let's say red dead is coming to pc you could also you know do that um, but now surprisingly enough you can not only use pc headsets you can also jump in with a uh, standalone headset, also known as the Go, right? And uh, Zim is the one that has been testing all this stuff out. So tell us more. I will. Uh, so so Guy Godin, who who made uh, Virtual Desktop, uh, and I were uh, at OC4 uh, a year and a half ago, and um, Oculus dropped you know Dash and their own equivalent of Virtual Desktop, and to see his face look crushed coming out of that uh, OC4 kind of announcement, was, was pretty heartbreaking because I've been a fan of virtual desktop. And like you, Epics, in your recent Red Dead mention, I've been using virtual desktop as my like halfway home uh, between mm. VR and non-VR games. Like I played DayZ for extended hours um, using virtual desktop and actually ended up preferring that to 2D, which is kind of a surprising notion, but I ended up mm. liking that better. So um, virtual desktop and I have been mm. together for a good like two, three years, and I really like the app. And then uh, at OC5, again, Guy was there again, and he kind of pulled myself and Mike over to the side and he said, hey, guys, you want to try this out? And um, he had a build of uh, virtual uh, virtual desktop for Oculus Go. I was super surprised at what he then showed me. So he I, I throw on the Oculus Go, which is a $200 headset for anyone who doesn't know that. Uh, it's got your little like waggly wand and, you know, it's, it's a three off headset, so it's nothing too fancy. But I saw a full-on desktop with a folder with a bunch of videos in it, right? And I'm I'm kind of browsing away. And I was like, hang on a second. Is this like your laptop around the corner? And he's like, no, that's like my PC 2,000 miles away. No discernible lag. I was watching wow. videos off of his off of his home video collection library, like 500 videos or whatever, on the go here. All he had was a Wi-Fi connection back. Fucking wow. awesome, right? So that's recently awesome. there, was a, uh, there was a closed beta, and he opened up and he said, answer, you know, like where you are, all these different configurations, because he needs to kind of like mesh network test this and say, like, how's the performance? So I happened to get in on that, which was really cool. Got a build, uh, got it on my own Oculus Go. And for me, the thing that I wanted to try out was remote server administration. So if I'm in this room mm. and I've got a PC downstairs or a PC in my attic, I want to be able to just simply kind of log on to that. Remote access. To, it, yeah, yeah to, to, to access it, ease of access. Um, and I would say that like, Sometimes when I've played, let's say like HTC Vive, use its virtual desktop layer, trying to with the Vive controller 
uh, control the mouse on the desktop feels unnatural. Like it doesn't feel mm. right. And it, it feels like you're like, you got to steady your hand if you want to double click anything to make sure you don't like drag and drop a folder into the recycle bin. It's very sensitive. Very sensitive, almost too sensitive. Yeah. He somehow addressed that because even with a full you know 1080p resolution desktop, I felt it feels awesome. Uh, and you can just click on things. You can open programs. Um, the only restriction I noticed was if my machine is locked, there's no you know login with my password and keyboard pop-up or anything like that at the moment. So you, your machine has to be unlocked. Then you yeah. you remote into it and you do your thing and, and you just install a kind of a desktop client that's really light. It's like, I don't know, 400 kilobytes or something. And that runs away. And the coolest thing about that is it gives an option that if you if you want, you can have it auto lock your machine when you disconnect and you uh, kind of disconnect from the app. So if you oh, want to wow. leave your machine open, use it for a hmm. purpose and then make sure that your machine is, is secure after you've disconnected. It's got an option for that. So at you this point, easily, it's great. Yeah, you can easily unlock your PC again with your phone as well. Eh? You can easily do that. Just yeah, install like a desktop client on there and uh, just uh, unlock it on your phone. So oh, nice. that's actually really neat. No, but like overall, the app feels, um, and this is why I'm really excited about it. it. It actually feels more useful to me than anything else. Like if you ever left a download like in a room on one part of your house and then you're downstairs or something, you know, watching the TV, like even just to be able to stand there and kind of be like, all right, is it done yet? No, nope, not done yet. You know, like that. Oh, yeah, I would yeah, totally yeah. use it for that. Yeah. So, yeah, this is some like next level team viewer. Cool. What I haven't tried yet is like playing StarCraft or something. You know, yeah. ruin it. Right. Like I so, want something a little more sensitive to latency, right? Yeah. But so far, no discernible latency. Literally zero. Wow. So I'm. Totally That's sure. awesome. Yeah. Impressive. Okay. Interesting. So uh, is this is this already like available? Not yet, right? You said like it's in beta. Closed so. beta. And I don't think he's taking any additional testers at this time. Um, I, there isn't a release window as far as I'm aware. I think he was targeting for Q1. Yeah, he doesn't have any Willy Wonka golden tickets somewhere that we can. <laughs> have. Okay. Not that I know. Sure. Of but uh, yeah, yeah. Keep us updated on that. I mean, when it comes out as an app, you know, on the Go store. Great. Sounds, sounds fun. Um, uh, next up, we have uh, Wreck-It Ralph Breaks the Internet, um, and we have also been talking about this. Uh, it's like a slow, slow news week, by the way, uh, just just saying. Um, but um, yeah, we have been talking about Wreck-It Ralph before. Uh, it's coming to VR. The Void is uh, the one that has built a brand new experience that will allow you to step into the world of the internet with three of your friends. And uh, of course, The Void is well known for their Star Wars and Ghostbuster uh, adventure. But uh, with this one, you can explore the World Wide Web uh, from within VR. Um, they just released a new trailer that gives you more of an idea of what it's all about. Because the last time we talked about it, we didn't really had, really had any images or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So now you can see what, what the gameplay uh, uh, is all about. Um, but uh, yeah, how do you guys feel about, let's say, being in the internet within <laughs> VR? With other people? I, I got yes, to hear with three other, You can choose three people. That's us then, I guess. Um, but yeah, how would that then be for you to, you know, scroll around the internet yourself? Being it's the weird. mouse like, cursor. I got, I got this like, yeah, I seen the movie Wreck-It Ralph, you know, it was, uh, for me, it was like an okay movie, you know, it wasn't, I wasn't that impressed by it, but uh, some people just absolutely loved it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean... I, I don't really know what to expect from an experience like this. Like, what what is it going to be about? You know, what? Well, Rowdy, Rowdy, you have Instagram, right? Yeah, I do. You, know, you go into Instagram. What? You can be Instagram. Why? 
It's like it's like today I read in the newspaper there was this guy who swam around the UK like he did like a hundred yeah. days or something he swam around the UK yeah. and my immediately thought was like why like wh- why did he do it like you know what, what is the point it frustrates me if things don't have any point like <laughs> Rowdy's Rout, just jealous that he couldn't do it himself yeah that I definitely couldn't do that myself he's got scientist itis I think. Yes. <laughs> things 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 need a uh, things need a reason for I being purpose. Uh, it's a bit weird. Like uh, it kind of harkens back to Tron. I, I listened to a lot to the um, the not Chemical Brothers, Daft Punk's uh, Tron soundtrack, and so Tron is always in my head. Not because of the original Tron, which was a hard on the eyes type film, but cool idea of being sucked into a computer and then having to beat the whatever mega brain that was in there. Um, but Wreck-It Ralph, again, like Rowdy to me, has always been a kind of a funny taste in the mouth. Like, like a all right, mm. fine, it's it's kind of funny. But the thing that it kind of makes me really interested about this is how different, or will it borrow assets from? Uh, from what I've heard, is there's a Wreck-It Ralph uh, Void experience as well, and so I'm wondering if they're borrowing from that, um, mm, well. if it's branched from a similar. Uh, thing I would I'd be having done one void Star Wars thing I would definitely be up for doing anything else in yeah. in void <laughs> void was amazing I mean they 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 I think based on the trailer um, you can see that they use like animations and stuff that are kind of similar to you know the 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 movie um, so yeah and it's a good art style it's going to age well it's going to perform well it's more cartoony not complex oh, yeah. textures exactly I yeah that's true it's um, like just like a collection of like mini games or something. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. That that's kind of where it's hinting towards. Uh, yeah, that's too. the sense um, I got too. It sounds like but we're all I think really excited fine. about this. <laughs> yeah, they really want me. They want with these mini games. I think they want people to kind of have that that idea of like, hey, I succeeded in something. I finished another mini game. I did this, and you know, it's the same with the Star Wars one. You can't fail the Star Wars one right. because then people would be stuck in this maze and they have to like, you know, pick them out there. Like, what are you doing here? Um, but um, you know, if you like this movie or not, I think that this movie uh, for the younger uh, uh, kids out there is really learning them more about, hey, what video games did we have in the past? What did we have in the future based on the right. first movie? So it's really nice to, you know, see all these old characters in there and kind of, you know, um, introduce them. So. Look at Blasters of the Universe. They took that whole, you know, 1980s, 90s arcade culture, right? Yeah. And then kind of put you in the Galaga or the Space Invaders yeah. And they, they ratcheted up a notch. It felt more than just Galaga in VR. Yeah. So because work, I think if you, if you ask uh, kids who like Qbert is, they're like, yeah, I don't, I don't freaking know. Exactly. Now, now they know because they watched the that's movie. Right. So yeah, so <laughs> that's record. Ralph breaks the uh, breaks the internet. Um, yeah, sorry, sorry, Zim. No, I was gonna uh, say I'm just surprised you know what Qbert is. I barely know what Qbert is. I'm no, actually, I'm actually well, impressed, Nady. Yeah, I, I'm impressed. I, Since I I'm the I, old guy I, here. Yeah, but I, I kind of I didn't learn it from the movie, but I did learn more from from the movie about this this game in a way, oh, where it's like, oh, right. okay, now I get it. So you can play Hubert, by the way, in a uh, 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 new retro arcade in VR. So I you know, used to play it in Pizza Hut in the Caribbean <laughs> alongside Pizza a Hut. Mortal Kombat cabinet. Like those were the two wow. options. It was like Hubert wow. and Mortal Kombat. Anyway, Hubert's no. a that's a, there is a good game. I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up. There's actually a good mobile game. Um, Goaty Go Mountain Go Mountain Go Goaty Go Mountain. Go It's actually really good in VR. Um, yeah, it is. is. If you haven't, it I is. think that one is also free. 
Something, yeah, goats, goats. Yeah, it, but, and they, they're smart about it in terms of how they build ads into the whole thing. But um, yeah. actually, so if you don't know uh, what keyword is, uh, go into some kind of goat simulator in VR. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's your, that's <laughs> so uh, we have one more. We have one more topic, and that's uh, Sony uh, um, not being at E3 uh, this uh, next year for 2019. Oh. Um, as you may know, for many years, Sony, Ubisoft, Electronic Arts, Bethesda, Microsoft, and many others are saving up their big game or hardware reveals for the E3. This is one of the biggest events of the year um, where press and gamers come together to celebrate the next step for gaming. And usually every company does their own press conference where they announce hardware and software for the fans. But this year, uh, Sony announced that they will not be present. And uh, that's a surprise since they have been doing this for years like I, right. I feel like they have never really missed one um so rumors go that they are planning a big reveal in 2020 and i mean it's no secret that there needs to be a new playstation soon uh, a playstation 5 or i don't think they're gonna call it playstation 5 it's gonna be like hey guys playstation 1 here we go again you know oh, or God, i don't know it's gonna be some kind of <laughs> strange title uh, that that makes you a little bit confused and uh, with that there might be also a new playstation vr coming so I don't know what you guys uh, think about these rumors, but yeah. first and foremost, I think it's um, it's much worse for E3 than it is for Sony. Yeah, <laughs> that's it's, true. I, I, I have to say, like the past couple of years, uh, Sony at the at E3, PlayStation at E3, for me, it won like the conference every single time. But mm-hmm. now, uh, PlayStation is not going to be there. I'm actually a little bit less excited about E3 because most of the best titles usually come from from PlayStation. Yeah. So, for from PlayStation's perspective, it makes much much more sense to be having maybe their own conference or having their own announcement right. where they control every aspect, yeah. um, and where they can build a lot more hype around without hyping someone else's uh, possible titles. So. I think that PlayStation has just become like so big that uh, they don't need something like E3 uh, to uh, to announce wow. anything new. Being it or, or Microsoft, that's new PlayStation yeah. or games. The other yeah. side yeah, of this I, is you, you you can totally expect that um, software developers who are releasing content on on Sony's platforms will still be unveiling at E3. So it's not as if. Mm. You know, Sony being out of the picture means no. you get zero. No, no of course. But I mean, the, the keynote, the thing that everyone likes yeah, to watch. Yeah, like the, and and the I, I, I think you nailed it, Rowdy. I think it's for them, it's about controlling the narrative. They want to control the story. Look at streaming. There's Netflix and everybody else wants their own. You've got CBS doing their streaming digital service, Hulu, and everybody wants to control the distribution channel of the information. And I think that's really, we've seen it with Electronic Arts pulling back, Microsoft pulling back on these conferences, doing their own thing. I think you nailed it. That's essentially what they want to do. They just want to control the narrative. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's going to be an empty void next to the Microsoft booth Absolutely. where there's no, you know. Well, the thing is, they they will not be there. So we will also see an interesting shift there of what, you know, others then, because they, they kind of have like free play at that very moment to kind of do their own thing. Usually PlayStation is like stealing a, a part of the show. Um, 
but it's gonna be it, it, it kind of sucks in a way because i mean e3 is not only like hey we're getting new games but also part of the entertainment i mean people but, uh, uh, watch these shows at night and they want to watch everything it's from like hey microsoft and now playstation now this one and how's everyone you know doing you, you can turn it around now as well because you know now we can watch e3 you know we're still gonna watch it all together probably and then yeah, yeah, yeah. afterwards you know when the playstation event goes we can do it again so we can actually watch two events now uh all together <laughs> So, so you think they are going to have their own event in a way? Oh, yeah. Um, I, I, it's still kind of odd, though, because, I mean, Electronic Arts this year did their own show, too. They had, like, yep. their own venue, like, uh, outside of the, the city. Um, and that didn't really take off. Plus, I mean, EA right now is kind of struggling. We all know that. Um, but um, it would still make sense for them to, you know, have their own space within L.A. when the E3 is happening. I just feel like they're they they just they they're in a like a not yeah. at the right moment making something that they can't show yet. Right, but but I think I would equate Sony less so with Electronic Arts and more so with Nintendo. How yeah, Nintendo no, does their own no. thing. Yeah, that, that's more right. Like Electronic Arts, are you going to miss them? No, Sony, that's a much bigger miss for sure because yeah. of hardware, of course. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing, the other consideration right. here, I wonder with the current news. I mean, with the California fires as they are. What events is that going to impact? I'm just, I'm, I'm curious, you know, what, what, because when you're an event planner and you're thinking venue and you're thinking you really don't want risk, I think there's not much you can do to move away from Silicon Valley and yeah, California well, in general for these kinds of announcements. But uh, things, things happen sometimes. So, I mean, yeah, you gotta kind of, but uh, most of like the like the E three for example happens in the middle of the city, so uh, there's not even like a, a tree growing there anymore. So uh, <laughs> yeah, it's all it's like smoke, I don't know. Though, right? It's, uh, it's, <laughs> Clear cut. Yeah. The thing. only thing uh, there is growing are like Lamborghinis and fancy cars and fancy people. I need to move, dude. Yeah, you should go there. You should go there. I mean, I've been like it was my first time this year, you know, at E three. So uh, yeah, it's an interesting city. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's all. Those are all the topics, uh, like I kind of came up with, I think they were pretty decent. I hope so. Uh, I want to, of course, uh, thanks everyone for like, thank everyone for watching. Also, uh, uh thanks for joining us. Epics. Our special awesome. guest. Thanks guys. It's been a while ago. We had like a guest, right? I mean, I don't know how long that that's ago, but nine months, I think nine probably months. since the last. So uh, yeah. we've, we've had, a, we've had an F reality baby since then. <laughs> Yeah, so if, if Mike stays away more, we have more other people we can talk to. <laughs> We're allowed to talk to. We, we got, I wonder if we have any questions in the chat, guys. Do you guys? Yeah, questions. Anything? Shoot away. Do we have any questions? Um, well, the questions are coming in. Let me just, uh, you know, go over the, the show times again. Uh, this is a uh, weekly VR, uh, AR, and MR talk show that is live streamed every Saturday on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. You can tune in to the show live at 7 p.m. in Europe, 6 p.m. in the UK, and 12 midday in Central US. And uh, I also need to remind you, according to Mike, his, uh, his uh, you know, a little note here, that you should also turn on your notifications on YouTube. So uh, hit that bell so you actually get a message that we are streaming instead of nothing even if you are subscribed so do it because then you will not miss these juicy rumors like I, it's, it's funny though if you compare me to mike mike is more about like okay here are the facts and this is what we know and i'm like okay guys here are some rumors let's go <laughs> let's just screw, you know, screw sources yeah let's yeah. talk about some fake and real news and everything in the middle that's right yeah, exactly 
So do we have any questions? We, we actually got some, like we got some during the stream as well. There was, uh, I forgot the name who asked it, but uh, he was asking basically, do you think that the Knuckles will be in any way like uh, compatible with the Oculus Rift? Like I know that, for example, the uh, the Steam VR controllers, uh, the the Vive controllers, they were actually also compatible with the, the Windows Mixed Reality. If you use yeah. like a, you know a USB dongle, I think the chat to use to uh, to get it to work. Um, so there there are yeah. some people apparently worrying that uh, they might not get those sweet juicy knuckles because they uh, they chose to go for the Rift, which is. Uh, Good choice. The touch controls are great, of course, but I mean, everyone yeah. is getting a bit excited by those uh, Steam Knuckle controllers. So, has, has anyone ever tried that to combine, like for example, your Lighthouse trackers with the with the Oculus Rift uh, trackers? Is that in any way possible? I did see someone use a Rift with like Vive controls before, and the other way around, but they just use like you know they paste things on the headset to uh, kind of fake it, and and it's but it's yeah. not real. So right. But yeah. might be possible uh, if someone is smart enough to do it. Then, and if not, then you can still use your imagination. The, it depends probably on how popular the knuckle controllers are. Because if, yeah. if you know, if good they like are the as well. level of of controlling in virtual reality, then there will be like some kind of small person or like a, a modding team that will make something available uh, for the Oculus. A small I person. A small person. A hobbit or something yeah, or a small person. Yeah, <laughs> right. Okay. Small persons are the ones that rule the world. Okay, so according to Rowdy, it might be an Oompa Loompa or someone that is gonna create this. Yeah, good I, to know. Question came from uh, Colin Webb. Uh, it's one that I can easily uh, answer immediately. Who watches the most VR porn? That is Sim. He has just been talking about virtual desktop. Uh, you know, we all know what he's been doing on there. And then uh, <laughs> we had um, uh, wait. Paradise Decay asking us uh, what VR game that we are looking forward to next. Oh, good question. For hmm. me, it's the one with the robot, the one that Oculus is making, but I forgot the name again. Oh, uh, Stormland. Yeah. For me, it's it's Borderlands. Yeah, yeah, same here. I mine is the follow-on to Abduction, the crazy puzzle game called Firmament. I don't know when it's coming out, but that game is absolutely that, something I'm looking forward to. Absolutely agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's not Half Life Three. Okay. No. Sure. Um, but uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, thanks everyone for for tuning in. Uh, this was really fun. Uh, I hope uh, Mike is also very proud of me. Uh, if you are, you, you know, did then... you did well. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. That's that's good to know. So let's say if there is any like if let's say Mike is going on another holiday or anything else, then uh, yeah, well you know uh, who to find for this <laughs> to be the host of this podcast, right? So, um, yeah, that's it. Uh, thanks for watching. And uh, until next time. Bye. Have a See cheers, you. everyone. Bye. Bye.